Welcome to the Forgiveness Warriors podcast. I'm Dr. Jerry L. Cook. In this podcast, you'll be empowered with the tools you'll need to forgive and let go of a hurtful past. As an author and certified life coach, I'll be your guide, helping you let go of whatever's holding you back and helping you become the forgiveness warrior you were meant to be. How are you? I hope you're doing great. So I wanted to start off doing something a little bit different, and it reveals a little bit of my personality. So I want to start with a corny joke. Now, I have a very awkward sense of humor, and so I'm hoping that this will let you get to know me a little bit more. And if it goes well, I'll keep doing it. And if not, well, who, who knows? So here's, here's an original corny joke, and I came up with this one. Why was the seamstress leaning against the wall? Because she was so inclined. Okay, quick tangent here. So my wife and I, we've been having a conversation about buying a new car, actually a used car. Do you have any recommendations for what car we ought to get or what kind of car that we shouldn't get? We tend to be, we tend to favor Toyotas the most. Most of our marriage, we've had a Toyota of one sort or the other, and um, we've had a lot of fun, fun stories with them. But if you've ever bought a car before, there's times where you're thinking, oh, that's probably a great car. But then you look at the cost of insurance and the amount of gas and taxes and fees and licensing and maintenance. And maybe one of the most hidden cost is opportunity cost, where that money could have gone if you hadn't bought the car. So for example, might go to retirement. So these are kind, these are the kinds of things that we've been talking about. Well, have you ever bought something and then had a great deal or maybe even just a little bit of buyer's remorse? I know that I have, but by the time you buy something as expensive as a, as a vehicle, you usually won't bring it back. You own it, and it would be a little embarrassing to bring it back. Plus, if you sold the vehicle back, you'd probably get less than what you brought it in for, or what you bought it for, I mean. And there are certainly parallels between buying a car and unforgiveness. We buy into the idea that we could hold a grudge or be angry, and at first, the cost or expenses of it are relatively hidden, maybe it's that you give less energy to your spouse or children or work, but hey, you you bought it, right? And you don't want to give it up. It makes you feel powerful. And so you put a lot of maintenance into your grudge. You stew, you pout, you complain, and you think about how life could have been better if it wasn't for so-and-so in your life. Sure, you, you've thought about giving up your grudge before, but it certainly doesn't seem like you'll get what you put into it. I've been working on a a book. I guess it's all about tangents today, but I've been working on a book and I'm really excited about it. I just, I've I've really put my heart and my soul into it. It's called Hillbilly Biscuits. And it's where a journalist meets an elderly man who shares his life story. And you'll see the connections between the interviewer and the interviewee throughout the book. I can't give away all of the dead taglines or interesting points, but the elderly man grew up during the depression. He had a really rough life, but over time he learns about the need to forgive. 
And it didn't make sense at first. He didn't think that he needed to forgive because, well, he wasn't the one who did anything wrong. So why should he have to forgive anything or forgive anyone? Why should he be the one who has to do the work when it was someone else who hurt him? Well, over time, he learns that the price of unforgiveness is always greater than the price for forgiveness. And it may not always feel that way or look that way, but unforgiveness will steal more of your energy, time, and relationships than will forgiveness. No matter what the cost is for forgiving someone, the price for unforgiveness will always be more. And if you hang on to unforgiveness, it'll probably get passed on to the next generation. The book that I'm writing has been inspired by so many people that I've interviewed. My, my primary role as an educator, I, I've interviewed a lot of people about trauma, and I've looked at some different paths or pathways that people go in order to, to be healed from that trauma. And many times, one of the, the, the tips or uh, you know, really the top of that progression or that pathway is forgiveness. And that's probably why I got so excited about forgiveness. How do we how do we get to that point where we just maximize our ability to grow or maximize our ability to heal spiritually, emotionally, relationally? Right now, um, I, I, I'm also on a journey and I actually have been on this journey for a while, where I'm learning how to forgive some members of my family and in particular, my my father. I'll give more details about that later on in a different podcast episode, but this is something that's been going on for a long period of time. And I thought that I had really forgiven my dad. I, I just kind of got to the point where I had to set some boundaries and where I said, good luck with your life, but I just, I, I can't, I can't do this anymore. And, um, you know, really I needed to protect me, um, my energy and my health. And at the time it was, I think it was a very, still believe that it was a very good decision to have to do that. Uh, over the last several months, I've been really wrestling with the idea of, well, I thought I forgave him and, and yet more things have come up and more things have come out. And, um, it just, it just creates these triggers and it brings me back into the past. And I have to revisit, like I said, I have to revisit this idea of what does it mean to forgive? someone what is it what does it mean to forgive someone that you that you trusted deeply and what does it mean to forgive someone who hasn't really asked for your forgiveness or earned your forgiveness so right now i'm in this place where forgiveness is about letting go but it's more important to me right now that it, it used to be letting go. And I think that's one phase or one step or one stage. But for me right now, it's, it's more about not letting go, but it's more about me not being held hostage to the pain of not having to continually go back into my past and relive those challenges of where I was hurt. 
So like I said, it's not just about letting go, but I'm expecting myself to learn and grow and heal from it. And, uh, you know, again, that's something that I'm working on and I'm, I'm putting a lot of time and a lot of energy into. So what are you putting a lot of time and energy into? Have you, have you found success in forgiving others? And have you asked God if you have been successful? I think that's an interesting step because a lot of times we think that we are the best forgivers in the world. And then if you just ask God to open your eyes and say, show me where I'm not forgiving or where I need to forgive, watch out. <laughs> this is one prayer I promise he will answer. And uh, you'll be amazed by how many people that you thought that you forgave, that you still need to forgive. But again, keep in mind, the reason why we're doing this is because the cost of not forgiving is much higher than the cost of forgiving. It will always take a greater toll on you and your relationships and on the people that you love. Before signing off, I'd love to hear more about what you're interested in me talking about in the future and what would help you. Are you, are you looking for some one-on-one -on -one sessions for me as a life coach, which I am a certified life coach to help you forgive or are you more interested in a class on forgiveness where we work with maybe a workshop where we meet with a bunch of people and talk about forgiveness? Everyone's a little bit different. Some people like that community approach and some people prefer to, to keep their questions and their concerns more, more private. So, uh, or if you're interested in the class, are you more interested in a a class on the Bible where we look at the different stories and examples of people who did forgive and or, and or people that should have forgiven. I mean, one, one story that I wish I had in great detail was how did Adam and Eve learn to forgive? I mean, one of their sons killed another son and, uh, I would have loved to have heard and learned what they went through in order to forgive or if they struggled to forgive, which I imagine that would probably be the case. Or are you more interested in learning about forgiveness from a research perspective? So just let me know. I'm very, very interested. There's a lot of different directions I could certainly go. Uh, I've shared one of the books that I'm working on and Later on in the future, I'll share about some of the other books I'm working on, and I'm, I'm trying to figure out the sequence of when I'm going to publish these, these different books, but I'm just very excited to share them with you in, in the future. There's a lot more detail in those books that I'm able to provide in a short podcast episode. So thank you again. Uh, I'm just really, really excited to share this message with you. Let me know what could help you. Thank you for joining me on today's Forgiveness Warrior podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please subscribe and share your five-star review so other warriors can find the podcast. Unforgiveness is a terrible battle, but it's a battle we can win. It's a battle we must win, and it's a battle we will win.